Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, The Relentless Life Coach. I am Rebecca Urich. I am a life mastery consultant and a dream builder coach with Life Mastery Institute. And today is podcast number two. We are going to expand your vision. So if you haven't looked or listened to the, the first podcast, you're going to want to do that just to kind of crack open the shell a little bit. And today we're going to break that shell open a little bit more. But first I want to generate a state of gratitude and a state of love. So I'm going to have you go ahead and sit back in your chair and take a deep breath in. Long breath out and just let go of any stress that you might be holding on to. If any of those stressful situations come to mind, just say thank you so much. You will be there when I'm done, I'm sure. But for now, I am going to relax. So give yourself permission to take a moment for yourself and to let that stuff go. Let your body soften a little bit and just breathe in another nice big breath of life. And a long breath out. Again, seeing if you can let your nervous system soften a little bit more. And letting your butt be heavy in your chair. And of course, if you're driving, and I'm going to say this every week, pay attention to the road. You can listen and pay attention. So just relax on your drive. Enjoy this podcast and follow along. So again, taking another deep breath. Long, relaxing breath out. And I want you to visualize a grounding cord from your sacrum, from your lower back that is like a, it's like a cord of some kind. And you can choose if it's like a rope or a, um, like a metal cord or whatever you feel is secure. And it's going to drop down into the center of the earth, grounding you to the planet taking more deep breaths just as you take these deep breaths letting that old stuff go and allowing this grounding cord to be a a drain for you let that stress go down into the cord and into the center of mother earth remember she is a molten lava core so she's going to burn that up she's going to purify all that stress and toxicity and that negative stuff and she's going to make it into nourishing food for our plants and so that we you know turn around with this love and we eat those plants with love right so she purifies it transmutes it it sends it back up with love for us to enjoy So just letting anything stressful go down that grounding cord. Remember, you can use this anytime also. This is a great technique. And then opening up the crown of the head and allowing all the genius ideas to come in 
pouring in the crown of the head and as a golden sparkling light or crystalline or whatever color, if you want to add color, by all means. See it bright and beautiful come in through the crown of the head and into your mind, your brain, your pineal gland, your eyes, your throat, all your your sun and your moon chakra, your throat chakra, crown chakra comes in through, into your heart, into your solar plexus, your sacrum, your tailbone, and down into your earth star chakra, just cleansing and purifying, activating any latent energy, letting go of the old, turning the new on, and just seeing your whole body light up. So as kids, when you watch kids play, the energy, the ideas come in and they come out. So whether they're painting or playing with dolls or, um, you know, toys, Legos, whatever, it's the ideas are coming in and going out. They come in through the crown of the head into the mind and then out into the world. And as we grow, the ideas... Thank you, Kyle Cease, for this image. They come from out to in. So other people start telling us how we're going to do something or that we can't do this or that we can't do that. So in this meditation, I want you just to visualize ideas, energy, genius ideas pouring in through the crown of the head and really turning all the cells of the body into this genius and pushing out any of the old that no longer serves us. And so just breathe and let this bright, beautiful, sparkling energy pour in And really light up the body down into the tips of the toes, tips of the fingers, and all the way up into the heart and throat and head until you are full and your whole body is shining bright. Good. And I want you to take a couple more deep breaths in. Long breaths out. Good. And then go ahead and slowly opening your eyes and grabbing your pen and your journal. And we're going to get ready. All right. So today we're going to expand your vision. We're going to talk about why the vision is so important. And then we're going to expand it and crack that shell open a little bit more for you if this is scary. Because I know, um, like I said, I have a lot of clients that this is the hardest part. This was the hardest part for me is coming up with that vision. And I'm going to get more into that. I have some clients that were freed by it, like their whole lives were opened by it. 
And so 99% of us are born at genius level. By the age of five, 20% of us are functioning at genius level. By the age of 20, only 2% are at genius level. And we wonder why. Well, first of all, we're born, our parents are telling us, no, you can't do this, no, you can't do that. We go to school, no, you can't do this, no, you can't do that. Society tells us you can't do this, you can't do that. We begin to listen to the internal judgment, the voice of internal judgment. And we begin to look into the eyes of others for opinions and approvals. And until we are stuck, we lose that natural capacity as kids that we just create and create and create. We lose that connection to our natural self. So if we are all born at genius level, we can all get that back. And so that's what we're going to be doing. So why is this vision so important? It's going to be the rocket fuel that pulls you past and out of your current circumstances. It's going to be so full of life and it's going to make you so excited that it is what helps propel you through the resistance and through your limited beliefs and your patterns of beliefs, your limited patterns of beliefs. And I didn't say it, your circumstances. It's going to be what helps propel you beyond that. So it's important that this vision that you are creating is big and beautiful and that you love it. And if that right now is, oh, making you sick to your stomach, a lot of you are in jobs, you know, for the benefits for life that you don't even love. So we're just going to think outside the box a little bit and begin to create this life that you would love to live. So I'm going to start with a story. Elephants in India, there is a proven success system that farmers use to train elephants to help them work on their farms. When they get a baby elephant... They strap a chain around its leg and they post that chain into the ground. That baby elephant will pull and tug from that chain and try and get away. And it'll spend its entire childhood working on breaking free until it realizes that it's just not going to break free. And over time, that elephant believes 
that it cannot escape. And as the elephant grows up, they replace the chain with the post and they lighten it up with a rope. So as the elephant tugs from the rope, it knows that it can't move any farther. Until when that elephant is an adult, all the farmer needs are river reeds. That's like beach grass, folks, to guide the elephant where the farmer wants it to go and to do what the farmer wants it to do. And that is very similar to our training. Our parents telling us no, our teachers telling us no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you don't have the money, you don't have the education, you don't have the time, you just don't know how you're going to do it. And so these genius ideas that come pouring in into the crown of our head and into our mind, we immediately are trained to throw them out because we know, well, we believe that there is no way that we can do that. And we think, well, that's only for Steve Jobs. That's only for, you know, the geniuses in the world. Well, you are a genius. And so we are going to slowly and systematically break free from those limitations so that you can access your genius. And I want to ask you this. I think about this all the time. What would the world look like if we were all tapping into that genius? What would the world look like? I think plastic would be gone. We would have, you know, different kind of energy. We would be living very different lives. We'd be traveling the world We'd have inventions to make life so easy and so beautiful and we would all be happy. And this is what propels me forward. This is why I am relentless and unwavering on the pursuit to joy. I want you to think for a moment about some of those genius ideas that you've had in your life because you've all had them whether it be over a bottle of tequila with friends or bottles of wine. You remember waking up the next day and going, ha ha, that was super fun. What do I need to do today? What do I need to do to get through this day? What do I need to do to pay the bills this month? Well, let's, let's begin by going and creating this beautiful vision of a life that we would love to live. So let's go into the area of health and write down that, that image, that capture that image in words on your paper of your most vibrant health. What would you love? Now remember, putting aside how you're going to get there. So if you are experiencing illness or limitations in your health, if those were not here, if you did not have those, what would your ideal health look like? Would you wake up vibrant and ready for the day? Would you have energy all day long? What does that look like for you? 
and I want you to write it down. And then what would you love in the area of relationships? Would you love to bring in your person? Would you love to deepen your relationship with your, with your person? Would you like to deepen your relationships with your friends and your family? Do you want to mend some relationships? I want you to spend time with these. So I'm going through it rather quickly. I want you to take time later on to think about what you would love in all of these areas. We have a couple more. Spend the week thinking about it, jotting down notes. What would you love? We're just cracking the shell open so that you can start thinking bigger, so that you can expand your vision. And again, if this is like super scary, because I hear you, I understand. As soon as you can break free and, and write some things down that you would love, it's going to start getting easier. And I understand, you know, a lot of us are in jobs or in relationships or have no time and have no money, right? And it's like, well, I'm here, but I really want to be here. And it's really hard to break open that shell. Trust me, I, like I said, I was nauseated. My clients have a hard time, but we break free. You have to break free and you have to write some things down. And I promise you, it will get easier. How about in the area of your career? Do you love your career? Do you hate your career? But you're staying on for benefits or because you have children, you have children to feed? Again, let's put this aside. We haven't taken any action steps yet. I'm not having you quit your job right now, right? This is just taking a moment to think about what we would love. What aspects of your of your career do you love? Do you, or do you not love it and you want to do something else? What would you love to do? Don't worry about how we're going to get there. Put that aside and just take a minute with me and dream. Dream just a little bit bigger. And I don't want you to think about I don't want you to think about what you can do. I want you to think about what you would love. So even if it's outside the bounds of what you can do. Like, okay, well, I have this much money, so really I can only do about this much. And I know you're going to keep coming back to that, right? But what would you do if you could have anything in your career or creative expression? So if you're retired, we're going to turn it into retirement, right? What could you do with your retirement? How could we turn that on um, fire, Light that fire for you. What would you love? Something you would love to do. Think about when you were a kid and what you loved doing. A lot of times there's where we had our purpose, but society told us you're never going to make any money. It's not practical. It's not going to work. And then you let it go, right? But you really loved it. Cooking creating, painting, writing a book, whatever it is. Tap into that. What would you love to do with your time? 
Do you want more time to spend with your family and your friends? Do you want to spend your time traveling? Is there a trip that you want to go on? Well, how would you love to spend your time? How about money? How would you love, if you had extra money, how would you love to spend it? How much money would you love to have in your life? If you're making $40,000 a year, how about 80? What would, what would it feel like if you doubled your salary this year? What would it feel like if, you know, in the next three months you had an extra $10,000? Now, those of you that make more money than that, you know, you can double that. If you make 100000 what would it feel like? How would it feel to you to make two hundred? Those of you that make a million, how would it feel like, how would it feel to make two million? You know, and so on up down the line. It's all relative. How would that feel? What would you do with your money? And so I want you to spend some extra time this week thinking about these areas of your life and what it is that you would love. And please, if you have questions or you want coaching or you want me to read your vision for you, email me at Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, at The Relentless Life Coach. I'm taking questions. I have some questions I'm going to go into in a little bit. I would also love to work with you. I have group programs. I have VIP one-on-one private lessons. I have, I speak to corporations and organizations. I have workshops available. And so please email me at Rebecca at the Relentless Life Coach, and I can give you some information on that. And just know that when you do work with me one-on-one, your life will exponentially change. Me tuning into your specific paradigms and patterns and limited beliefs, we tune into you and we, we let them go. We work on them and you will drastically see your life change. Because also with actual coaching, the biggest difference between, you know, listening to these podcasts and working with me privately or in group is the accountability and the motivation, the weekly accountability and motivation. So please email me if you have any questions. I would love to offer you a complimentary Uh, freedom or clarity session, strategy session, where we get really clear on where you are, where you really want to be and what you could do to move forward. And then if you want to talk about coaching, we can do that as well. Okay, so let's go ahead and take another deep breath in. And a nice long breath out. And I'm going to go into questions. So thank you so much, Kathy, for writing in. I'm so grateful. Thank you. And Kathy's question is, she feels like she's hanging on by a thread. 
like she's hanging on by her fingernails off of a cliff. And she has frequent depression and frustration with all the interruptions in life. And the people are always wanting something from her. And so, first of all, I just want to say I hear you and I totally feel you. Um, I feel like I've been there before. And so what I want to do for you, and we all have to remember that transformation is, and dream building is actually a process. So step one, what I want you to do, Kathy, is I want you to implement, and this goes for everybody listening to this, I want you to implement this powerful little phrase, these three simple words, up until now. So every time that you are feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going down the drain or what is going on, you know, you get that feeling that comes over you. I want you to just say up until now. So if you Google a image, an image of our universe, we live in an upward spiraling universe. And so when, and time moves forward, everything moves forward and up. So when we implement these little words, powerful little words, up until now, you pause yourself on that spiral. So you're actually downward spiraling. I like to think, is this an upward spiraling thought or is this a downward spiraling thought? But you pause yourself for a moment up until now. Okay, so that was what was happening before this moment. And this is a very powerful moment for you to move forward. And then in this next moment, I want you to look around you and I want you to bless everything that you do have. Your car, your house, your warm bed, your family, everybody in it, the highs, the lows, everything that you see around you. I want you to bless everything your forks, your knives, I don't, you know, your art supplies, whatever it is, your yarn, I know you like to knit. So blessing everything that you do have. And I want you to bless the people that are always wanting something from you because they love you and they want something from you, right? They, they're always needing because they need you. And that's an honor to be in their life right now. So I just want you to take this week to bless everything, go through everything, all the good, all the bad, the challenging, the struggle, all the really good things. I want you to just take an inventory and bless all of it. And this is for everybody on the call. I want you to bless everything. And assuming that at this point, maybe you've done a little bit of the work in creating that vision of the life you would love to live. So when you're feeling down and depressed or frustrated, and there's all these um, interruptions, which those interruptions are your paradigms stopping you from moving forward. We're going to get into that a little bit more next week. 
But for now, I want you to bless everything. And when you notice that you're feeling the depression or you feel like you're hanging on by a thread, I want you to bring up the vision of your life that you would love to live. Okay. And we're going to get into it in more depth the next week, but I just want you to bring up that snapshot. I want you to bring up that feeling of what that life feels like and tastes like, what it, what you're hearing in that life, all go through all the five senses and really put on that vision in those moments. So this is a lot of noticing what you're noticing all day long. Am I feeling the dread and the depression, the frustration, everybody wants something from me, and then shift it to, I'm so blessed to have these people in my life that want something from me. How would it feel if nobody wanted anything from you? That actually might be feel worse, right? So we want to bless everything in our life. And then shift your attention to your vision, to this beautiful, life-giving vision that fills you with uh, an energy of abundance and gratitude. So that's what you, I want you to do. And anyone else that is feeling any of that, that's listening, I want you to do that as well this week. And then her second question is, um, she wants, she's getting into meditation and she wonders whether guided versus non-guided meditation and how to deal with the monkey mind. So I've done guided meditation. I've done non-guided. I've moved energy through my chakras. I've done lots of different kinds of meditations. Um, and they're all really good. I, it, I, I feel like you are the highest authority on your life. And whatever you feel like you need at any given time is what you need. Um, Personally, right now, I am just sitting in silence and looking at what my mind is on. Um, Looking at my monkey mind. Where is my mind going? And I'm just noticing. I'm sort of being the observer of my monkey mind. Because we always, our mind is always moving. Okay, it's we want to train our mind to move into the to think the thoughts we want it to think as opposed to thinking that the monkey mind is just going to go wherever it wants to go. Right. So I observe where it's going. And, you know, if something comes up that maybe isn't pleasant or doesn't feel good. I invite it in. I invite it in and I say, um, you know, thank you so much. You're coming up because you want to be transmuted and you want to be healed. So come on in and let's heal it. And, and usually within a couple of seconds and, or minutes, it's gone because it's bored. At that point, it's bored. It's like, oh, you know, if you think about a little kid, it's like they're like, mommy, 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 mommy. But then as soon as mom goes, yes, dear, looks them straight in the eye. What can I do for you? I love you. And then they're like, oh, nothing. And then they go run and play. All they needed was some attention. They needed your full, your full attention, your full awareness upon it in order for it to be released. So, and guided meditation is really fun and beautiful and takes you away. Um, so I, I recommend, you know, whatever you feel that you need to do and to just be an observer of your monkey mind, observe what your mind is minding. 
So two really fantastic questions. Thank you so much, Kathy, for writing in. I love you. And um, by I usually do these podcasts toward the end of the week. So if you want to write how it made you feel or um, something on it, I'm happy to keep going with you. So please, again, remember Rebecca at the relentlesslifecoach.com is where you're going to email me any of your questions. And I have one more question coming from Allie. I love it. You emailed me at 1234. So 1234 was the time coded on your email. And I love that. So um, Allie She said, you did an amazing job on your first podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Allie. I've always loved our conversations in passing. And thank you so much for writing in today. And she says, soon you will be like Jake Ducey. I don't know who that is. I'm going to have to Google him. Imagining your first book next to Dr. Wayne Dyer. And you're right. Thank you for that image. And it is on on my brain. So you're right. I'm going to do it. And she says, a few years ago, you introduced me to the Hall of Records or the, or what are called the Akashic Records or the Book of Life. And I haven't expanded my meditations into that realm because I don't know what I'm doing. For the past year, I have focused on getting to know my spirit guides who send me in many different directions, double exclamation there. Uh, You've been working on clearing your chakras, the block chakras, diet, and healing the sick cells in my body. Lately, I've been working on finding my vibrational wavelength that I should be on. Does that make sense? Maybe these are a few ideas you can help me with. Peace and love, Allie. I love it. I love it. Okay, so first of all, what I want to say to you is... Um, the spirit guides who send me in many different directions. So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you, I think it's great. That's awesome. I think that what you want to do, what you need to do, what I'm suggesting that you do, again, you're the highest authority on your life, is to tune in to your own intuition, your own still small voice, that voice inside, that guiding voice, the voice of your higher self, the voice of God, the voice of the universe, whatever you want to call it, that is your connection in you. So your spirit guides are outside of you, right? I want you to bring the power and your attention and your awareness to your voice, your inner voice. And recognize that I want you to make the decisions for yourself first before um, maybe going to your guides, right? Because you don't always have to do what your guides tell you to do and let you be in control and in power to make the decisions that you want to make. So I'm pulling the power back into you. You have the power to make all the decisions. So I suggest that you do your meditations should just be listening to your own, you know, inner dialogue and listening and discovering and becoming good friends with your own 
still small voice inside, that voice of knowing. And that voice comes in as, you know, a nudge or a hunch. Um, Mine actually speaks to me in my own voice. It's my own voice, but it will say something that's like, hmm. Um, For instance, and then it's followed by a feeling in my gut. And so for instance, you know, a funny one, somebody was telling me a story or telling me something and I don't remember what it was. But I remember that still small voice said, liar. <laughs> and I was like, what? Where'd that come from? And it was just the simplest thing. I'm like, why would this person lie to me? But for whatever reason, I think I found out later that they actually were lying. So it was just, I mean, it's just interesting how um, once you are super connected, that that voice just comes through and you use it you know, all day long or, um, whenever you need to, or whenever it's speaking to you. So it's really important for you to start listening for that voice. And then you can consult your guides if you like, and then you can decide, okay, the guides say this and I say this. So I'm going to go with, go with yourself, your gut, your intuition, your still small voice. So that you're not going in all these different directions, right? It becomes you have the power to make the decision. I love how you're clearing your block chakras um, and diet. That's great. Healing your six cells. Again, you can do that through visualization that I want you to put into your vision that you're going to create. You vibrant, healthy body that you wake up vibrant in the morning and you have energy all day and, you know, and you know, taking some of Kathy's advice and shifting to gratitude more often because that does shift you into a place of love. And the frequency of gratitude is on the same frequency of abundance. And and I don't just mean money when I say abundance. It's love, time, freedom. It's, you know, also money. It's love. It's, you know, all the good things that we want to bring into our life. And so that's, and then that goes right into the next part of your question, which is finding your vibrational wavelength. And you want your vibrational wavelength to be on gratitude and to be on love. So when you find yourself thinking about, you know, you want to talk about your, you know, the sick cells in your body, you want to talk to them as if they are already healthy as if they are already vibrant. Thank you so much for this beautiful, healthy, vibrant body. And I love the energy that I have. I wake up in the morning and I have plenty of energy and I love, you know, all the people in my life. It, it shifts your uh, mindset to gratitude and there's a lot more energy, a lot more love and a lot more abundance on that level. So you take the same advice as Kathy and just bless everything that you have also. Um, So again, do this for a week. I usually do these podcasts toward the end of the week. And so get back with me if you have any other questions or how that made you feel. I want to, you know, kind of keep in touch with you guys. Thank you, Allie. She says, peace and love, Allie. I love you. And thank you so much for writing in today. And remember that 
the life force within, the life within you, the life itself is seeking, is always seeking a greater, freer, fuller, more expanded expression through you as you. So what is seeking to express itself through you? And when I coach and when I have my clients, when they have an awareness or a shift or they let go of something old, you know, we all say all, we're all connected. We're all one. And so on some level, when I shift my awareness, when my clients shift their awareness, when you shift your awareness, on some level, we have shifted it for all of humanity. And that's what wakes me up in the morning, I got to tell you. This is what I love about coaching. So I want to thank Mary Morrissey, my mentor, and the staff at Life Mastery Institute, Matt Boggs, Rich Boggs, John Boggs, Jennifer Jimenez. I love you. I love you, Kyle Cease, my, all, which are all my current mentors and It really does take a village to raise me. (laughs) And I want to thank all my other teachers, you know, Eckhart Tolle, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Gandhi, and all my other, even my yoga teachers from the past. And come with me. Rise out of the pan of water, the limitation of the water, the restriction of water, and come with me to be yet H2O. And I'm going to leave you with a quote today. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. And that is Howard Thurman. So I leave you with a question this week. What makes you come alive? Write it down. I love you and I will see you next week. Have a beautiful week.